This is Retire at Peace with Gerald G. Ginwright from Mainstream Financial Group. When a part of your financial strategy is out of tune, your long-term goals, your retirement savings, and your legacy can all suffer. With many years of experience in the financial industry, Gerald provides his clients and prospects the information they need regarding Social Security, retirement income planning, wealth management, and much more. Listen in as we address your financial concerns and provide helpful solutions to put you on the path to achieving your retirement goals. And now, here is Retire at Peace with Gerald G. Ginwright. Hello and welcome back to Retire at Peace. This is Gerald G. Ginwright with Mainstream Financial Group. If you want more information about today's show, give us a call at 888-324-0589 or visit us online at retireatpeacepodcast.com. And while at my website, click on the radio page to check out our past shows and subscribe on Apple Podcast, Google Play, or Spotify. As it's depicted in popular culture and advertising, looking ahead to retirement is a time of great excitement and optimism. After all, if you're in your mid-60s, you're likely have been working at this for over 40 years. So retirement means you can spend time doing the things that you've always wanted to do. And while that depiction of retirement is in many ways true, it's also true that those final years and months before retirement can be a source of tremendous anxiety for many people. Getting yourself to the retirement you've always wanted does take a bit of work, and there is going to be moments of doubt and worry. But here's the thing. Doubt and worry are both perfectly normal. And a November 2020 U.S. News and World Report article, Common Retirement Financial Fears and How to Overcome Them has some really interesting observations and advice. The first common financial retirement fear is simply running out of money. Now, on the surface, that sounds obvious, and to a degree it is. But it's not always easy to really determine how much money you're likely to need in retirement with any real certainty. It's ultimately just an educated guess. One good way to address this fear is to work with an experienced financial services professional because they'll be able to calmly and confidently address your concerns and questions. A financial services professional may be well positioned to help you add more certainty to determining how much money you're likely to need once you've left the workforce. Additionally, a strong software program can help you make calculations and show you exactly how much you need to be saving as you approach retirement. Perhaps most importantly, a software program may be able to find ways that you can comfortably reduce your expenses after retirement to make it more likely that your money will see you through. One of the things that go hand in hand with saving enough money for retirement is making sure that your money can withstand inflation. Obviously, as prices tick up, the money that you've saved for retirement 
doesn't have the same purchasing power and inflation were to go up rapidly for whatever reason it could imperil your preferred retirement lifestyle those changes could be small like not being able to eat out or travel as often or it could be more significant depending on how much you've saved i think this next concern high health care costs will probably have a lot of heads nodding in agreement it's no revelation to say that health care is expensive and there's no reason to believe that it won't just keep going up and get more expensive so that leaves a lot of near retirees sweating the details of their own coverage to that end one good option may be opening a health savings account which is commonly referred to as an hsa not only will this kind of account help you cover medical costs they also provide general tax savings you should note however that once you turn 65 and enroll in medicare you're no longer going to be able to fund that hsa the next frequent area of anxiety from the U.S. News and World Report article is a stock market decline. Now, we avoid getting into specifics about the stock market on our show because it's just not a good venue to get into the ups and downs and nuances of the idea. However, if you have significant money tied up in the stock market, it's critical that you work closely with a financial services professional. A financial pro like that is going to be able to help you avoid getting too high or too low emotionally when it comes to your investments. On many of our previous shows, we've discussed the idea that when it comes to finances, it's generally a good idea to never go it alone when it comes to crafting your strategy. Get a second opinion, lean on someone else's experiences and perspectives, and that philosophy certainly applies to folks with money in the market. I think this next area of concern, children moving back home, it's pretty interesting. Certainly, most people love their children and have the instinct to help them, whatever the cost. But if your children move back home, the cold reality is it's going to cost you. Another adult in the home means expenses are going to go up. If one of your children has to move home for whatever reason, one wise move may be to have them agree to pay their own expenses by contributing to the household savings account. Furthermore, if the child is moving home because of student debt or any other kind of debt, it's perfectly fair for you to ask them to come up with a firm plan for how and when that debt will be paid off. Finally, and perhaps most importantly, you and your child should sit down and agree to a date when your child will once again move out of the home and strike out on their own. A child moving back home right now at the point that you're looking to retire could be a wrinkle that you don't expect. But I think working with them on a plan for getting them back on their feet and out of the house is a very fair solution for everyone involved. The next fear is taking social security at the wrong time and that's something that you probably have heard about before 
getting the timing just right can be tricky. You can begin collecting Social Security when you're 62, but your monthly check is going to be smaller than if you've waited until full retirement age. Currently, the full retirement age is 66 or 67, depending on your birthday. And if you wait until you're 70, you're going to get the maximum amount of Social Security. Now, you'll want to take a look at your other retirement assets and then anticipate how much money you'll likely need to maintain your preferred retirement lifestyle before you make any decisions about Social Security. I hope today's episode has given you some insights into how to overcome some of those perfectly natural fears about retirement finances. I'm Gerald G. Genright with Mainstream Financial Group, and you've been listening to Retire at Peace. If you liked our show today, visit us at retireatpeacepodcast.com and click on my radio page. Also, be sure to subscribe on Apple Podcast, Google Play, or Spotify. And finally, if you want more information about what we discussed today, give us a call at 888-324-0589. Thanks for listening. And until next week, this is Gerald G. Genright. Thank you for listening to Retire at Peace. Don't pay too much for taxes or retire without a sound retirement plan. For more information, please contact Gerald G. Ginwright at Mainstream Financial Group. Call 205-324-0589 or visit him online at retireatpeacepodcast.com. Gerald Ginwright and Mainstream Financial Group are not affiliated with or endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any other government agency. All matters discussed during the show are for informational purposes only. Each individual situation may vary and the opinions expressed here may not apply to everyone. Materials presented are believed to be from reliable sources and no representations can be made as to its accuracy. All ideas and information should be discussed in detail with one of our qualified representatives prior to implementation.